It's time for Speaking of Speaking, quick tips and tools to take you from stage fright to spotlight. This podcast gives you an inside look from the world of public speaking and speaking secrets you need to be bold from the stage, no matter what business you're in. The host of Speaking of Speaking, Carl Richards. Thanks, Matt. Yes, another edition of the Speaking of Speaking podcast. I am very thrilled to be speaking to our guest today. Carol Starr Taylor has been an entrepreneur since the age of, get this, since she was 17. She was basically born an entrepreneur. Not saying she was born at 17, but she was basically, you know, really exposed to the entrepreneurial world at a very, very young age. She is a publisher. She has a company called Star House Publishing. If you've been following the podcast, or been seeing any of my social posts, you know that I am in one of the books that Carol has done recently called Voices. It's a great book. I'm not just saying that because I'm in it, but that's how Carol and I met. And I'm so glad that we can chat today. And we're going to be chatting about a number of things, but the focus of this conversation will be about stop talking about your business, start being yourself. Carol, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. I'm so glad you're here. Usually it's you in control of the conversation because that's what the publishing process has been like with you. But now I get to turn the table a little bit and put the questions on to you. So you were an entrepreneur at the age of 17. How did that start? Let's talk about that first. How did that all begin? So I actually started a company. It was actually doing promotions for companies, actually. Okay. And I would go to believe it or not, Fortune 500 companies and create promotional. In those days, I mean, we're talking, you know, how many years ago? How many years ago? Do you want to say? (laughs) I'm going to be 58 this month. And so 17 was quite a long time ago. So there was no cell phones. There was no, you know, social media. So you pounded the pavement. There was no desktop publishing or things like that, that you do. So, I mean, when you build a catalog, you actually have to call the companies themselves. So I did a lot of different things. Even when I was 17, I actually became a real estate agent when I was 17 and would knock on doors. Yes. So I used my business And then I ended up doing toys and gifts and things like that for Christmas and seasonal. And it was just all kinds of different things. I would open myself up and look at the opportunities and it paid my rent to university. And then I ended up renting a space in a place that would be, I guess, like a permanent flea market type of place where I'd have like a very elaborate store. And I had people working for me. I'd go on, you know, buying, you know, buying once or twice a week, getting new stock, then going up, setting it up, and then sales on the weekends and stuff like that. So at the same time, going to school. So yeah, I've always been entrepreneurial. I've always done something. Everything that I do, it's about the experience. So somebody has to have a takeaway, a personal takeaway. To be a published author, for example, is, I believe, a huge accomplishment, huge Uh accomplishment, and you should be rewarded for it. And you should feel special because you are special and you should have an event or you should have something, not just, you know, getting books in a box, which that's great. But it's also about how does that make you feel? And even the ones that couldn't make it because of the location, because they're in the U.S. or the U.K. or Dominica, 
but they felt part of it and Mm -hmm. they felt connected during the launch together and afterwards as well. And some of your listeners are going to see that there's going to be a cross-pollination. There's going to be other authors talking about their stories. And that's about creating community and getting the word out. And because I believe that you matter. And when you go through life and believing that you, Carl, and you so-and-so and you so-and-so, that you matter, you do everything that you possibly can to make sure that they feel that, that they know that, that you're present that they matter. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. And you've certainly done that multiple occasions. I mean, you have a huge list of people that you've helped get published. And I want to take a moment and talk about publishing. And then that's going to, I think, seamlessly transition into the stop talking about your business, start talking about yourself. How did you get into the publishing side of things? What was the transition into that? I had a lot of things I wanted to say. And I was going through my transformation. I felt that I was ready. I was ready to say what I had to say, whether anybody was listening or not. And so at the time I was going, because I've always been a very outgoing person, but nobody's Mm -hmm. really knew who I was. So you could be out and still. And I thought to myself, you know, often I felt like I was a square, basically that square peg going and trying to fit into a round hole. And I never found my tribe. So I ended up starting a group on Facebook, which people, if you remember back when, when nobody posted inspiration, when nobody posted any of that stuff, people thought I was wackadoodle. What kind of group is this? And I was kind of like, I wanted people to feel connected because I felt that if I am this kind of person and I'm Mm. outgoing and everything like that, but I found it difficult to find my tribe to resonate with people like on a real soul personal level. And I felt if I'm like this, there's got to be people just like me. And so I started the sisterhood many years ago, again before, and the group really swelled really quickly. And at that time, and I never monetized from the group and I still don't. For me, it's all about community and being, you know, where people can have a safe space to share if they so choose or just pop Mm -hmm. in to see some inspiration or pop in. And I do let people promote their stuff because I believe in small business and I believe in supporting one another. So for me, it is about community and people finding friends all over the world and some of the connections that I would be doing huge events for that. Oh my God, I did tons of huge events for our one year anniversary. I had 150 women. I had the largest potluck in the GTA that ever happened. I had fire eaters. I had (sighs) real people. I had a professional MC. It was free to attend. I had real gala linens, like with, you you don't understand. It was about giving back to my sisterhood Mm. and showing my gratitude. So called it a gratitude feast. And it was the largest gratitude feast in the GTA. And for me, that was a huge thing. And from that, and even before that, I wrote my book. I sought out, I didn't publish it myself, but I did believe in paying to publish. My thought process hasn't changed, but I thought that I would seek out the best as the best that I could. And I thought I did. 
and nothing I paid for actually was what I had thought I paid for. Oh, wow. came back with quality. So Mm. it ended up being something that it was a substandard and I was embarrassed to put my name on it. Mm. And I then had that Uh. gone with the wind moment Mm. and said, basically, if God is my witness, nobody is ever, ever going to experience this under my watch. Nobody that when you put your name on something, you're going to be proud. You're going to be proud. And Mm. if you think you're paying for professional services, you better be paying for professional (laughs) services. If you're paying for shelf quality book, man, oh man, it better be a shelf quality book. Mm -hmm. And so again, I think that this kind of segues to even our next, you know, part of the conversation was stop talking about your business and talk more about yourself. Yeah. And I think that I started doing that long before all the marketing gurus said it and being your vulnerable self, because I've always been my vulnerable self. But they're all saying it now, right? That's their key message, authenticity. And it's almost to the point of ad nauseum because they're all saying that. But stop talking about your business, start being yourself. And I know having been in the compilation voices and in the next compilation grit. And by the way, my guest today is Carol Star Taylor. We're having a great discussion. As Carol just mentioned, stop talking about your business, start being yourself. You've lived that, you've been that. Why is that so important? Well, I think that, you know, the business that we have, the majority of people, I would say that the days of us having a 30 or 40 year career with the gold watch at the end of it at one company is, you know, a a dinosaur. And so many of us wear different hats and have Mm -hmm. even at the same time and try new things and do new things. So it really isn't about necessarily what you do, but people gravitate to you as a person. And so I think being yourself where people feel that they can connect with you. I mean, it's not that that you don't have anything private. Of course, you've Mm -hmm. got things private in your life. But it's a question of always being yourself. I remember years ago, people would meet me offline and be shocked to say, and they'd say, but you're the same on social media as you are in person. I went, yeah. And I thought to myself, why is that so shocking? And then I started looking around. And so being yourself and always, I think that people gravitate to the person. There's a trust factor. There's an authenticity factor. And I always believed in being your authentic self even before it became the thing to do. And so I think that when people gravitate to you and naturally they're going to be interested in what you're doing at the time. And I think that whatever you decide to do and you're passionate about it and you're good at it, I think that that elicits confidence in not only in yourself, but in the people around you and your potential clients. You know, my whole thing and being a seasoned entrepreneur is by saying, you know, nobody's going to do business with you if they don't know you or like you. Yeah. So I've had people who are now in grit, the new compilation that's coming up, that have told me that they've been following me for years. So I know that there are, so, you know, know that there are people. And one thing that have been pointed out to me was 
man, oh man, you're consistent. Your message has been consistent for, you know, since I've been following you. And so, and you show up every day. And I think that that is an important component. And so many publishers are not authors. Interesting. So the thing is that I've never asked my authors to do anything I haven't personally done myself. I've put my entire, pretty much my entire life on the table and basically said, you know, this is my life. This is what I've been through all of these different things. And then even in topics of conversation on a one-on-one, I will share some personal nuggets that I've never written about, but I will, you know, share certain things that will also, you know, believe that, you know, you're not alone in the world. And I think that to feel that you belong, to feel that you are, you know, you are enough, that mm-hmm. to me is the foundation for everything. It gives you that magic. It gives you that inspiration that if they can do it, I can do it too. And even the best business books, I think, have that magic in them. I'm not saying there aren't business books that don't have nuggets like that in it, but there are certainly a lot of books that are, you know, business centered that, but without the personal story, it wouldn't matter who wrote it. Anyone could have wrote it. You could have wrote it. I could have wrote it. It doesn't matter. What matters though, is that story that's behind it. And that's the magic of voices. And I know that's the magic that you're inspiring the authors to put into their works for grit. And I do want to talk about that because I know there's a huge opportunity still for people, especially if they're, I mean, my whole world is speaking podcasting. That's why we're here today, but there's part of the magic too, of like you said, really sharing a piece of yourself. And if you haven't done that yet, in other words, you haven't decided to put your message, whatever it is on paper in a book Now's the opportunity to do that. And Carol's the person to do it with. So tell us about grit. So the grit is, it's part of your story and the inspiration that comes from your lessons. So for me, I have so many things in my mind as far as acronyms of what what grit means to me and in my personal life and my story and why I love that title so much. But I think that it has a certain feeling and meaning to so many people. And it's not a word that we use that often. And yet so many can identify with it. It Mm -hmm. is about courage and inspiration and strength. And now a lot of people are apprehensive about telling their story. And I That's why I do the one-on-one coaching to bring out the best in you and that understand that we're not here to throw anybody under the bus. We're not here to make it about them. It's your story, your thoughts, feelings, and perceptions. And I'm not here to make it a sensation and make it into something that it's not. Let's bring out the best in you and you have to unbecome to become. So let's say that again, you have to unbecome to become. And so our journey has led us to where we are today, but we also have to let go of that narrative. We have to let go of that same old story that we keep telling ourselves that keeps us stuck, that keeps us, you know, not writing our story or not talking about our story or that anything and going out of our comfort zone. But I think we need to shed that shed the shackles and unleash. And part of the things that I do is unleash your inner author. Carol, how can people connect with you? What's the process to get in touch with you? 
Sure. So there's uh, obviously I'm all over social media, but the easiest way you can always go to my website, which is starhouse, S-T-A-R, housepublishing.com. You can uh, connect with me on Facebook. You can connect with me on, uh, which is Carol Star Taylor. You can also connect with me on Instagram, which is SHP dot book publishing or my other account soulfully blonde and we're going to get all of carol's links by the way and post them in the show notes so you can connect there you know what i've been through carol's process in the voices compilation i'll be going through it again for grit and i can honestly share with you as somebody who was not apprehensive but you know once bitten twice shy in the publishing world, similar to you, you know, you went through that process. There was a little bit of a sting and you're like, ah, yeah. Carol puts you through a much more uh, gentler process. <laughs> <laughs> she does over deliver on what she says she's going to do. So if this speaks to you, then definitely follow up with her. It's been a great discussion today, Carol, before I let you go, I'm going to give you the floor, give you the microphone for one final thought. I just wanted people to know that, that whoever's listening, your story does matter because people will say, you know, why would somebody want to hear my story? Your story matters. You matter. And words are powerful, whether spoken. And I believe that even more so when written. Carol Star Taylor, publisher and our house publishing guru. I'm so glad that we had this discussion, Carol. Thank you so much for being Thank here. Thank you for your time. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. And remember, get out there and own the platform. Thanks for listening to the Speaking of Speaking podcast. Fired up about something you heard today? Want to learn more? Be sure to visit carlspeaks.ca. And don't forget to follow Carl on Twitter at CarlRichard72 or join the Facebook group Speaking of Speaking. <laughs>